Discussion of the Kaliya Dhamana Leela, Krishna chastising Kaliya. And uh, we reached a point where it's uh, upon us to explore the reason for Krishna's extending this. Um, um, heroic act of his, uh, and you know, for, for quite some time, I mean, by the time the balance of the residents of Braj had arrived, Krishna had already been in the coils of Kaliya for close to close to an hour, and um, that's a long time. <laughs> Uh, and then they arrived and and um, saw him in that condition and so forth. So why not deal with him more deftly, more swiftly, as he did with so many others right in the past? And one of the reasons, of course, is uh, which we're going to explore is that Kali, as I've said before, is, is different than the others, that uh, henchman of Kamsa. He's not particularly um, one, although Kamsa would would like to uh, um, affiliate himself with him as much as he was a, a nemesis to Krishna. And um, who knows, Kamsa was perhaps rooting for an outsider to uh, carry the day for him, given that his own inside men, one after another after another, were unsuccessful and defeated by Krishna, sent as they were by him, to... Uh, Excuse me, just to destroy Krishna. But um, if so, he would be disappointed, mm-hmm. because, as we see, not only uh, did was was Kamsa, was excuse me was um, Kaliya unable to defeat Krishna, he became converted uh, into a devotee. Mm-hmm. Kaliyanagraki Jai. <laughs> So we've heard earlier in the history, history again to this event is uh, recorded in the Bhagavatam in a chapter that follows the description of the event. Uh, it's an, uh, another instance of how Sugadev was reticent to speak about it. And at the same time, his disciple Pariksha was eager to milk out every detail. And so... He could not, Guru Sugadev in this case, could not hold back from revealing, giving the intensity of Raj Pariksit's inquiry and interest and so forth. Um, and uh, again, at the same time, from a, from a Baba point of view, 
in terms of Sukadev's feelings, reflecting, for example, as we took discussed last night briefly, on how Balaram felt as to the plight of every how he felt on the one hand the omniscience of Krishna and being aware of it knew there was no problem. But on the other hand, the uh, the residents of Braj uh, steeped in 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 a sweet bhava that by which they of course run aware of his omniscience and power and so forth were feeling great distress, so he felt distress for them. So Sugadev, as we've heard earlier in our discussions, was reticent to even speak about the Leela at all. At the end of the 15th chapter, in which the slaying of Denikasur is recorded, he gives a brief couple, few words on it, tries to get out of it, so to speak. But Prakshit Marsha inquires, so he tells the story. And then further in the next chapter, in the 17th chapter, he further milks him for, you know, how did this all come about? What's the history of this? And so forth. So we've heard the history, um, placing it first before the narrative, and um, for reasons of our own. And in that history, we we learned that uh, that Kaliya was the son of Kadru, who was a sister of Vinata, and um, she was uh, the kind of the the patron mother, the mother of all Nagas, so to speak. So all the, the Naga population is thought to have come from her. And um, meanwhile, Vina, to her, her her sister, gave birth to Garuda. So this makes Kaliya and Garuda half brothers. Hmm. Um, they had the same father, is the point. Um, and, uh, of course, Garuda was a great Vaishnav. And so there's Vaishnav kind of association built into the birth of, to the childhood, I should say, of, of, of um, Kalyanaga. And um, furthermore, to extend that, we know that uh, Anantasesh, in context of, of the, of, of the Leela, for example, we know that Krishna is the source of all avatars, an avatari, not an avatar, but still he appears as an avatar. So, when in Rome, do as the Romans. Once Prabhupada was asked by a reporter, if you're spiritual, why did you take an airplane and not come on, you know, like on a flying carpet? He said, uh, he said I, I came on, on your terms. It's your world. It's your land. So I came to be one of you. <laughs> so to speak. So, so although Anantasesh obviously doesn't have his origin as the uh, as a son of uh, of Kadru, uh, it plays out like this in the context of of uh, um, the uh, uh, Leela, his appearance in, in in the world and so forth, and um, so. Ananta Sesh, then, is the full, so to speak, brother of Kaliya. So that's a pretty powerful pair to have. Ananta Sesh on one side and uh, Garuda um, on the other. <clears throat> Interestingly, and I don't know if I mentioned this in in some of the texts also, it's, it's mentioned that Rohini, who's the mother of Balaram, 
Kadru is a partial incarnation of her. So, she's the mother of Anantasesh, everything's fine. Right? As Rohini, of course, is the eternal mother of Balaram. She may appear like uh, otherwise, as you showed to me, but Krishna and Balaram have to have an eternal mother. So, for example, there are descriptions in the Bhagavatam um, as to the uh, uh, birth of Krishna from what Sutapa and Prishni and what's the other pair? Um, Drona and Dara, hmm? who appeared then as as Devaki and Vasudev and Nanda and Yasoda. So it would appear on the surface from the language of the Bhagavatam that um, uh, Krishna's mother and father, let's say, Nanda and Yasoda, they were some type of sadhakas like Ron and Dara, who in the previous life did certain things to get a son like God and, and so forth, and now in this life again, and so on. But of course, theologically speaking, the Goswamis understood and commented accordingly that Krishna has to have a mother who's a, who's a nityasiddha, hmm? who is his, uh, uh, that, uh, That, that because Nitya Siddha Krishna Prem Sadduka Bunai Shravanadi Sudha Chitte Kore Yudai. So the Prem is Nitya Siddha. So Vatsalya Prem is, is eternally perfect, eternally existing. Sakya Prem, uh, Dasya Prem. And as such, it, it its shape are uh, the paradigmatic figures in the Leela, who I've described before, are manifestations of Krishna's Sarup Shakti. Therefore, they have Anadi Siddha Samskars. They have tendencies, hmm, Vasanas, for serving Krishna that have no beginning and are perfect. We have tendencies for not serving Krishna that have no beginning from Anadi Karma. But we have, can have good fortune of Sadhusanga and begin to get some scars, impressions that turn into vasanas, which means tendencies uh, to serve Krishna. Hmm. So through the channel of Guru Parampara, from that realm, these possibilities uh, come to us. So, therefore, uh, the commentators have, the Gaudiya commentators have gone to great lengths to demonstrate theologically how Nanda and Yasoda have to be eternal associates and 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 uh, what is the Bhagavatam? Oh, it says and Drona and Dara took merged with them hmm, when they appeared hmm, in the pursuit of Rag Bhakti. They were devas. So they merged with them f to follow the way of the Rag Bhaktas to attain the same ideal ultimately. A little differently than we do, but they were Davis. So at any rate, um, everything's good because <sighs> Anantasesh is the 
is the son of Kadru, but Kadru is the expansion of Rohini. So at any rate, uh, the point being that this uh, Kali has got some pretty good uh, family members association. Hmm? And as such, he was influenced by Bhakti Samskars. And furthermore, his wives, in the context of the chastising of Kali, we'll see that, that uh, he surrenders, he becomes a Sharanagata, and so forth. And um, his wives come forward, right? In the beginning, Krishna, as I said, daily contemplated going to the, to the uh, Kaliharada, the lake of Kaliya, the desire to chastise him and and purify the situation and so forth, but there was some reservation and shyness on his part because of the wives of Kaliya, and they were devotees. So it's a peculiar situation because they were devotees, and their husband was kind of demonic and envious of Vaishnava, envious of Garuda, for example. He had poisoned the Kaliya. There's good the Jumuna, which is again we've likened to the central nervous system of Krishna in terms of the the Golok or Vrindavan being the, an extension of his own form, right? Uh, but it's just like you know, like, like uh, everybody accepts that it's you know it's 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 not good to be selfish or it's good to give in charity. Hmm? Even the mafia, you know, uh, like what's that, that guy's name now? He's been arrested, Mexican Chow, a big drug seller. He's a famous guy down here in Central America. I forget his name now. Yeah, I think it was him, El Chapo. Maybe that's his nickname for him or something, El Chapo. And uh, he's been arrested and escaped through tunnels. And they've got him, in, I think, in the United States now. And they're trying him. And so um, he was part of a particular uh, cartel, the uh, Sierra Cartel or something like that. So in the area, which is the name refers to, you know, he's well-loved. He's a great guy because he gives, you know, he kisses babies and, you know, and gives donations and makes the place rich. So he's like a folk hero. The other side of him, of course, he's, he's killing people and and, uh, and and drug trafficking, like 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 Al Capone times you know a million was is a, is a measure of his criminality and so forth. Hmm. He's an extraordinary fellow. So so point being is that. Some people thought he was great. Hmm? Now, the wives of Kulia, they knew he wasn't great, but he was, and he was, his behavior was unbecoming and non Vaishnav, but he was still nice to them. <laughs> so, it's very hard. Like, if I know that someone is, has uh, bad behavior or is, uh, it's in some ways un, un, undesirable association, and I try to tell you about that. But you have a different experience of you haven't experienced that side yet. It's, it's hard for me to, I don't get an ear, you know, until you experience it um, yourself. So they their own personal experience. They knew that he had 
feelings the way he did that were inappropriate, but they were married to him, and he was nice to them. So they had some place for him in their heart. And from their heart, then they always desired that he'd become a devotee, and they would try to foster that onto him and preach about Narayan and tell him that Krishna was Narayan and, and so forth. And, and, of course, he didn't have an ear for it, and snakes don't have ears, but... <laughs> <laughs> But he's a Naga, so he's a, little, he's a little bit different, right? So, um, so uh, all of this, his childhood, the association, his family members, now his wives and so forth, they're all Vaishnavas, Vaishnavas, Vaishnavis. And they, they, the nature, the psychology of love, of course, is that if you, if you love me, then... Um, Whoever I love, you're also going to love. Or you're going to have a soft spot in your heart. Oh, this is his friend. Oh, must be good. Um, So if someone, if a devotee cares for someone in general, then uh, there's a place for that person in in Krishna's uh, mind and heart. Even if it means he has to chastise them, something like that. This is on a, like a lower level of the same of of a higher uh, principle, which is what wherever bhakti goes of her own choice through the agency of the devotee, Krishna has to go there. He has no choice in the matter, hmm? because Krishna is, among other things, if not primarily what? Controlled by bhakti. I mean, that is the very meaning of Krishna. Krishna, human-like, God, the absolute truth, Brahman, has become the son of Yashoda. That's like, what? He's become the friend of of, of Sridham. He's become the... the, 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 the lover of Radha, who's sulking and not allowing him in her in her company, and, it, and he, it, it's getting the best of him. He needs to be consoled and so forth. I mean, the whole absolute truth, the source of everything, hmm, is rendered like this. Hmm? Such so the power, such so as the power of bhakti. So Krishna is that form of the Godhead. Hmm? in relation to whom bhakti is most fully manifest. So bhakti will be manifest in different degrees. There can be mixed bhakti, by which you can know the Absolute as, as undifferentiated Brahman. Hmm? Or there can be bhakti of a, of a uh, filled with Aishvarya Bhav, hmm? reverential love, uh, by which you can become his servant in, in Baikuntha or have passive adoration for his form in Baikuntha and so forth, right? So there became bhakti of Sakya, bhakti of Vatsalya, bhakti of Madhurya. Hmm? And according to the association, that we get the kind of bhakti that comes to us, which is again of bhakti's own 
accords, and she knows best how to serve Krishna. So if bhakti comes to you in a certain way, don't argue with that, right? Right? Um, she knows best. So the point being that what wherever bhakti goes, Krishna has to follow. He's conquered by bhakti. He's controlled by bhakti. Mm. He's the supreme Ishwar, supreme independent. But bhakti is independent, even though it's derived from him as his shakti. Nonetheless, has the power to control him. So, in some measure, the point is that bhakti has gone to Kaliya. So, this is why Krishna, every day, want to go there. I've got a devotee over there, and he needs to be corrected. Hmm? And other devotees are concerned about him. Hmm? This is more of Krishna's temperament. Hmm? That's why although it is said the reverend uh, most revered Krishna Kaviraj Goswami and Chaitanya Charitamrita has said that when Krishna slays the demons in Braj it is the Vishnu in him because he's Swam Bhagavan and all the forms of Godhead are within him the Vishnu within him slays the demons whereas the Krishna himself just gives grace, mercy, so so, he, Krishna, has, is, is truly Leela Purushottam. Mahaprabhu is Prem Purushottam. Krishna is Leela Purushottam. Purush Uttam. Purusha means like person, Uttam means the Supreme. The Supreme Person when it comes to Leela. The Supreme Deity when it comes to the concept of Leela. So if you study Bhagavatam carefully, as you, as you should, you'll see that the, the word Leela hmm, is used primarily and directly, really, only in relation to Brudge. Hmm, only indirectly in relation to even Mathura Leelas and the Dwarka Leelas of Krishna wherein he has something else to do. What is that? To establish Dharma. <laughs> you would think that God had, you know, had, a, had a purpose to establish the truth and stand for Dharma and so on. But the Godic conception of God ultimately is he has nothing to do. <laughs> Indeed, in his Leela, full play, he has n nothing he needs to accomplish hmm, outside of the play itself, which can involve the necessity of Radha's love and so forth, but that's all the play, right? Um, uh, uh, not only is he not involved in establishing Dharma, but he appears to act contrary to the Dharma even in the context of his play, by romanticizing, for example, with the gopis in, in Parakya and so forth. So he's the he's Lila Purushottam, the extreme example of the person of the Godhead, of which there are many faces, right, personalities, hmm? 
all of whom play, and he plays the most. So he who plays the most, as I sometimes say, hmm, is the most powerful because it requires power to play. Right? If you want to play, if you want to take a vacation, you have to have some money in the bank. You have to have some some time built up in your workplace that they're okay. You, you've got some power. You get to take some time off, only only a couple weeks. Hmm? So it takes power to play. So he who is only playing, that's Krishna, he must be all-powerful. Hmm? He must, he's only playing, and it seems like he has, in that sense, no Aishvarya. Even the Aishvarya of slaying the demons is attributed to the Vishnu within him. Hmm? At the same time, of course, that same Krishna teaching about himself in the context of Leela, so to speak, he showed extraordinary, as we've heard, Aishvarya in Braj, like you can't find anywhere else in the Brahma Vimohan Leela. No, no, no more powerful example of majesty when he showed millions of Narayans emanating from himself. And Ryan has millions of universes emanating from himself. Mahavishnu, I should say, Narayan form of Narayan. Krishna had millions of Narayans he showed to Brahma. Millions of Brahmas and Shivas and so forth. <clears throat> so he has all, he who only plays has all, all power. That power is in the background hmm, to his play. Hmm. So <clears throat> unlike, anyway the point is, the other demons that Krishna has the Vishnu and the Krishna has has um, slain. Krishna gives this example to in Chaitanya Charitamrita to explain the twofold or purpose, the two-sided internal and external purpose of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's descent. He came to distribute the Yuga Dharma, which is Nam Kirtan, and he came to internally, that's external internally to experience Radha's love from, for him from her vantage point. A very peculiar idea. Hmm? The, the theological necessity of which, of course, is central to, to Gaudiya Vaishnavism. So, Kaviraj has said, just as Krishna in Braj appears to slay demons, it's actually the Vishnu in him. Hmm? Similarly, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu does the work of Vishnu because Mahavishnu descends amongst other types of avatars, or Narayan does through Mahavishnu, the original avatar, as the Yuga avatars. Hmm? So the, who is the Yuga avatar in relation to Swayam Bhagavan Sri Krishna, theologically? Hmm? They're, 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 they're very different, hmm? different faces of the Absolute, but Yuga Avatar is, is not Swayam Bhagavan. Here is Swayam Bhagavan in a peculiar mission of his own internally that corresponds with the Yuga Dharma. And so the Yuga Dharma is also enacted, um, uh, disseminated, hmm? but it's the Vishnu in him. Because that is Vishnu's work to establish the Yuga Dharma. That's not Krishna's work to establish the Yuga Dharma. Hmm? Krishna has no work. <laughs> That's the point. 
He has no work. He only plays. Hmm? Of course, it's true that given the peculiar nature of the internal reason for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's descent, that the, the Yuga Dharma dissemination also becomes very, takes on a special character. Hmm? And that is what? That while, so to speak, the Vishnu in him, because he's, he's Swayam Bhagavan, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Swayam Bhagavan, he's Krishna. Hmm? He has to be Krishna. Because no other avatar or expansion of Krishna is interested in Radha's love. Only Krishna is interested in that. We don't find Narayan wishing to, having, wanting to have a date with Radha. We found Lakshmi wanting a date with Krishna. <laughs> but <laughs> that's right. So, because only Krishna has these four qualities that even Narayan doesn't have, one of which is. Uvena Madhurya, sweet flute. Rupa Madhurya, very sweet. Dvibhuj, two-arm form. Hmm? Right? And Leela Madhurya, hmm, very sweet Leela, means like, like Rasa Leela, like all the sweet Leelas of Braj. And Prema Madhurya. Hmm? So this, this kind of love we find in Braj is not found in Vaikuntha. There again, we hear, we've heard earlier even tonight, there is Shantaras, there is Dasirasa. Narayan doesn't have a brother, doesn't have friends. Poor, poor fellow. Mm. Right? He has only one Lakshmi. Mm. Right. Um, he doesn't have a father or mother. Right? So, but but Krishna has all these these things. So sweet love. So that prema maduri is his quality. And so, if someone is the, is Krishna. Is is if if a particular manifestation of the Godhead is, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was, Mahaprabhu was obviously pursuing the love of Radha to taste Gopi Bhav. It can only be Krishna. No one else would even be interested in that, right? Hmm. So, in the context of his pursuing Gopi Bhav, then the Vishnu in him also disseminates the Yuga Dharma, but the Yuga Dharma at the same time gets woven together in a wreath or a garland with the the prame of Braj. Hmm? So by following the Yuga Dharma as disseminated by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, instead of going to Vaikuntha, then you can go to the region, Braj, where the internal reasons for Mahaprabhu's descent uh, were uh, had had their genesis. Shiman Mahaprabhu Kijai, Namsan Kirtan Kijai. This was the method, right, to his to his own madness. Hmm? So, at any rate, Kaviraj Goswami has given this example, and. He's drawn upon Krishna by saying, when Krishna slayed the demons, it was the Vishnu in him that slayed. Hmm? Whereas Krishna just gave mukti, hmm? which other avatars don't give. Krishna does, uh, Jiva Goswami's made this point in Krishna Sandarbha, amongst the different avatars, only those demons that are slayed by Krishna get mukti. 
one of the one of the many reasons that he puts forward to establish the unique position of Krishna as Swayam Bhagavan. So, the Vishnu in him slays the demons. Hmm. Now here is Kaliya. So is it the Vishnu in Krishna that chastises Kaliya? The answer is no. It's Krishna. Hmm. Why is that? Well, we've been hearing. He's actually, he's actually a devotee. He has some scars for bhakti, but he's not taking advantage of them. In fact, he's he's been even even been offensive and so forth. But devotees are still rooting for him, like Garuda, who put the drop of nectar on the on the kadamba tree. And Krishna will come here and and I'm through with this guy, Kaliya, but Krishna will hopefully bless him. Save him, and his wives want his his salvation, and so forth, so on. Hmm? So Krishna's responding to that. We don't have such cheering for Agasura or Bakasura, right? Hmm? Bhutana, and so forth, as we have on the part of the those associated with with Kaliya. But um, to take it a step further, to underscore the point hmm? that it's Krishna who chastised Kaliya, rather than the Vishnu in Krishna. We turn to the fact that um, in the context of chastising Kaliya, we heard that Balaram stopped everybody from jumping in the lake and, and so forth, and he looked at Krishna as to say, like, you know, okay, enough is enough. Look at everybody here, you know. And so Krishna freed himself from the coils of Kaliya. And what did he do? He mounted the heads of Kaliya. And he began to dance on the heads of Kaliya. And there was like heavenly music to accompany this. And, and, and from one point of view, of course, we could say from the Madhurya Rasa point of view, the reason that Krishna stayed in the Kali's grip for so long was that he wanted to uh, get the gopis to come there, the young Rajsundaris, Kumaris they would have been at this point, still unmarried, and then mount the heads of Kaliya and dance on them to show his artistic uh, ability and foreshadow the what what constitutes the consummation of their relationship in the form of the Rasalila, yet to come. Hmm? Indeed, they came to the banks, as I said, they were looking at it from the, through the lens of Madhurya rather than through the parental Batsalya lens, and they had all these stirrings of feelings for Krishna seeing him at a distance, and now he's on the head of Kaliya, and he's dancing, and... But it may be a bit of a stretch to say... Although someone from Gopi Bhav may say this is the whole reason for the Leela. Hmm? That Krishna put everybody through that. <laughs> just just to <laughs> just to just to showcase to, to the, that's an awful lot to ask, right? <laughs> uh, so so to speak. Hmm? But uh Sanatanga Swami has given another idea as well. I'll get to that, but regard to the fact that it is Krishna 
and not Vishnu who is chastising Kaliya, not the Vishnu in him, how do we know that to be true? Well, it should be obvious from what we've just said. Hmm? What is that? Vishnu doesn't doesn't do the rasa dance. Hmm? Krishna doesn't do Vishnu doesn't do that that kind of uh, dancing for Lakshmi. She wanted to to part from Narayan, the personification of chastity herself, and uh, rendezvous with Krishna to be able to participate in the Ras Lila. Hmm? So, oh, this, is, this is only for Krishna. And his dancing on the Kaliya's heads in the Bhagavatam is compared to that, hmm? that Lakshmi desired and couldn't have Kaliya got to participate in, in, in a kind of a mini form of the Rasalila, which you asked about. And it, it does um, um, the nature of the dancing. There's two basic dance systems uh, in, in India. There's the Bharatanatyam and the Katak. Hmm? And the Katak is from northern India. The Bharatanatyam is from south, uh, south India. Hmm? And, of course, this is taking place in north India. So it's thought that the, the, the Katak form of dancing that has its origins in Krishna's Rasalila. Hmm? So you said something about Mahaprabhu's dancing being similar to so that goes well with such a such a history hmm? so this is a again Vishnu with his four hands he doesn't do this kind of uh, dancing so Krishna so, so, it, so who is chastising Kaliya that's Krishna himself hmm? Hmm? so again this this uh, puts shines a particular light on Kaliya differentiating him from everyone else. But furthermore, as I was uh, began to say, Sanatana Goswami has has described this uh, chastising of Kaliya more like a a teaching of a sadhaka and patiently accepting the service of a sadhaka who doesn't know how to do it right. Uh, like most of us, and makes mistakes. Heart's in the right place, but they're they're doing it wrong. So under the water, when Krishna appeared under the water and swam like a matsya, hmm, which blew the mind of Kaliya, and there was a music to that as we heard, Kaliya started had an epiphany. Hmm? After all, this had been fostered on Krishna's special. You know, he should be a Vaishnava. Now he's seeing him for the first time, and it's just, it's he, nobody like he's a water creature, and Krishna's like, you know, not a water creature, but he's better in water than any creature in the water. <laughs> so that was like very staggering to him, and the sound of that, the vibration of that, and so forth, and so he grabbed him, hmm? out of a, out of some kind of some kind of affection. <laughs> and then he tried to kiss him, but he actually bit him. <laughs> Something like that. So this reminds us of our own, our own bhakti, right? 
we, we, we don't know how to pronounce the prayers, but Krishna thinks, I think you meant that, right? Bhava Grahita Nardana. He accepts the spirit of the service, even though the practical side of it may be, you know, may be wrong and so forth. Hmm? So there's a learning curve. Anishta Bhajana Kriya. We have to work through. So this is the Anishta Bhajana Kriya of Kaliya. Hmm? And Krishna's working with him. So it's taking some time. <laughs> right? It looks like he's in danger, but actually he's he's just dealing with the loving bhakti expression now of of of, of Kaliya, who's you know cashing in on his some scars and for bhakti. <laughs> it's a very beautiful uh, idea. Hmm? Hmm. Right. So ultimately, of course. Um, uh Kaliya is is becomes just resigns himself. So is similarly in sadhana, we kind of struggle. We 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 pursue the sadhana and the, the perfection to perfect our sadhaka deya is to interact with our senses, with the sense objects, only for the pleasure of Krishna's senses. But we do that sometimes, and sometimes for our own senses, and our own bodily conception is, is, continues to be fostered. And so there's this, sometimes we win in the war, you may lose a battle. I mean, you may win a battle. You have to win the war. That's the big picture. Don't be discouraged if you lose a battle. Hmm? Hmm? Keep good association with the general and, and march on, and you'll win the war. Hmm? So... Uh, uh, and and the and the what is the what are we what are we trying to do in our in our sadhana? Hmm? We're trying to become a sharanagata, where we're just like is it the, both hands up? I give up, right? When Draupadi was being disrobed. Hmm? and she held on to her sari with one hand, the other hand said, "Oh, Govinda." But the sari kept unraveling. Looked like he wasn't listening. Then she just put both hands up. No. And and then she found she had unlimited sari and she couldn't be disrobed, right? So this is Mahaprabhu's form. Both hands up. Or one hand up to Mahabhav and one hand out to the people. And they did not put both hands out to the people. Taking them putting them in the hands of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Or both hands up, right? This is, I give up completely. Hare Krishna. Hmm? I surrender. And I flag here two with two hands. I give up. Hmm? I've done with the battle. I've tried it I, I, again and again. I keep doing things that are that I tell myself that are, I'll never do again. I do it again. I'm tired of being dumb. Hmm? Um, I'm going to become, I'm gradually become wise through hearing, through chanting, through association, and through experience also. So we come to Nishta, Ruchi, these stages, we become a Sharanagata completely. Now we are moving in the direction of the possible possibility of Bhakti Rasa and the emotive aspect of Bhakti. We're doing Bhakti physically. When Ruchi comes and Asakti, then Bhav, this is the beginning, and then formal entry into the emotional 
side of bhakti. We are then our hearing, our chanting, and our movements are driven by spiritual emotions, some of which we've been uh, experiencing and in, 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 in discussing in, in, in the leela here. So Kaliya comes to be a Sharanagata, and you can't you can't let go of a Sharanagata. It's not possible. Uh, a couple of nice examples come to mind. Um, Raj Parikshit Maharaj, when he became the emperor, he went to out to all the countries and to visit and see, and he saw the Kali. He saw the cow, the bull, standing on one leg, and he was had been beaten by Kali, so he wanted to chastise Kali. Hmm? And what did Kali do? Kali became a Saranagata. He surrendered. So he had to give him some room. Hmm? Um, another example is the, in, in the Mahabharata, we have the example of the Pandavas in the end, walking to the Himalayas to leave, leave the world. And I think it's, there was a dog that followed them hmm, along the way, and they had given shelter to. And um, was it, I don't know, Yamaraj maybe, uh, or Dharmaraj, or who appeared or something? The dog was Dharma. The dog was Dharma himself. And Bhima wouldn't, wouldn't go without the dog. Uh, Yudhisthira wouldn't go without the dog. No, you have to leave the dog. He said, no, he's the, he's the Saranagata. I, I, I have to stay here if I can't go with him. He, he surrendered, so I have... He surrendered to me entirely, so I have to take shelter. And so then he, he had said the right thing. So then he was... He, if he said, okay, I'm going, and leave the dog. No, you can't come. Something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So the power of Saranagati, right? It's a, it's a very... Uh, uh, prominent aspect of the uh, Sri Sampradaya, Ramanuja Sampradaya, which has a, a, a little different idea. You have to perfect yourself in karma and jnana, and then you can do bhakti. Hmm. Not easy. Hmm. It gives a, a kind of like post-liberated status to bhakti, but doesn't speak of the generosity of bhakti as we do. It goes to the anyone and fallen souls and so forth but they have a principle the principle of Sharanagati that they they invoke and they can say but if you become a Sharanagati that's another thing mm -hmm. and there are examples in their Sampradaya of someone from an outcast group or something like that um, makes it difficult to enter the Varnashram and follow the karma and get, but he became a Sharanagata and the deity and that I think there's a story, something to the effect that he became a Sharanagata and sat outside in the back of the temple. And then in one day the, the, they found the deity turned around. So then they made a hole in the back of the temple and there was a special darshan there. From, from then on, you could, you had to build it, turn him around and build a temple on the other side, something like, <laughs> something like that. So the power of, of Sharanagati, how, how Vishnu will respond, let's speak of, of Krishna. So he became a Sharanagata. And then um, ultimately he, uh, so he, what can I say, he, um, uh, 
The Nagapatnis, his wives and children, emerged from the island on the lake, and uh, they offered prayers. Their prayers were prayers of, um, I would say, like, uh, they glorified Ram and Krishna, so they shared prayers that spoke of the nature of the appropriateness of Krishna's chastisement. It's appropriate that you've done so. Uh, prayers uh, in, in Aishvarya, venerating Krishna and Balaram as well. And uh, and then the other aspect of their prayers is, is, a, is a petition hmm, on behalf of Kaliya. Be, be merciful to him and so forth. Mm-hmm. And we find in the end, then, this is the beginning of the end, uh, Kaliya comes before, before Krishna with the Anjali Mudra like this, folded hands, and offers uh, a prayer. I'll read the prayer that's cited in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu in a section of the text where Rupa Goswami is explaining Bhayankar Rasa, the Rasa of fear. It's very peculiar. Let me read what Kaliya says. O Murari, before you I am but a vile snake. Do not become angry with the most fallen and miserable person. I have committed a great offense, not understanding you who not understanding who you were. Being the greatest fool, I have no protector. You should therefore protect me. Be pleased with me. So this is both his Sharanagata and his, and he is experiencing Bhakti Rasa in the form of Bhayankarasa. But this will be in the context of a Staibhav of Dasi Rasa. So in the 11th canto of Bhagavatam, it's described that uh, Kaliya attained Bhakti Rasa and Vishwanath Chakuti Thakur comments there uh, that he attained Dasya Bhakti. Hmm? Dasya Bhakti. Hmm? And his wives had some Aishvarya sense of Krishna. That's why he couldn't stay in Braj. Krishna will send them out of Braj. Hmm? So, but still they're, they're uh, Krishna Bhaktas with Aishvarya. It was in Dasya Bhav. But now this Bhayankar Spayankar is a, is is peculiar in this case. It, 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 we we find it also in, in in some of Krishna's sons in Dwarka, so they may make offense to Krishna as a son. Maybe you do something, and then they're fearful of what they've done. Hmm? So the peculiarity of it, it of it is that Krishna is the cause of the rasa, but at the same time the object and the shelter, the Vishaya Lumbana and the Ashraya Lumbana, is both. The devotee, hmm. he's fearful, not of Krishna, but of what he has done. Hmm. Hmm. And so this is the case here that we find with uh, Kaliya, similar. To, so anyway, he's tasting, in the context of his dasya, he's a sharnagata, he's a prem, dasya prem, and now. Secondary rasa, this is Bhankar. So we can see here again that his position compared to the others that Krishna dealt with, who are inimical in Braj, is quite significantly uh, different. And he's given two and a half, two and a, two and a quarter 
chapters, uh, quite a bit of, of uh, times dedicated to him. So the wives of Kali then presented Krishna with the Kastubamani. Kastubamani is the, 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 the jewel that Krishna wears that uh, no one else has that uh, represents all jivas. So, of course, it's appearing in the context of the Prakat Lila, so it has a time Although it's timeless and eternal, it's, it, it appears to come at a certain time, and it comes from these uh, Nagaputnis, who are Nagas, and the Nagas are like these snake people, right? So they're underground. So they they are thought to be, uh, you know, protectors of the jewels and the minerals and so forth, and and certain texts as well. Mm-hmm. In fact. Um, uh, it's in the Buddhist tradition. It's thought that the Gautam Buddha was was previously in a previous life a Naga, hmm? and uh, there's a there's a particular a Buddhist texts text that was very secret. It was written, or maybe I even by the Buddha, hmm? and written down that was the people weren't ready for, hmm? and it's thought that Nagarjuna was a famous later day Buddha. Hmm. Nagarjuna was the uh, was was uh, given the uh, the uh, charge of at in his time he's a very famous Buddhist philosopher of revealing that that sutra. Hmm. So the idea being is that the Nagas are thought to be people and they are in charge of certain sacred like tantric texts and so forth and and. Uh, keep them underground, whatever, stashed, treasures, uh, so forth. So, the, so this uh, Kastubamani is thought to represent all the jivas, and Krishna wears it close to his heart. Hmm. Um, so Krishna then sent Kaliya back to his original home in Ramanaka, near the ocean, as his bhav imbibed in seed from his wives was not suitable for residing in Braj. Krishna assured him then that the scars on his head from Krishna's dancing mm-hmm. with his heels and so forth would protect him from, for example, in case Kaliya thought, oh, this guy's back, or excuse me, Garuda thought, oh, this guy's back, I got to deal with him again. In effect, they would uh, it would serve as like a tea lock. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Hmm. Um, Rupa Goswami cites uh, Krishna marking Kaliya's heads with his feet as an example of his independence. Swatantra. It's a certain quality of Krishna. That differentiates him from other Ishwars who have to respond in a particular way. Krishna doesn't have to. He responded to Brahma in a particular way by not saying anything. He responded to Kaliya by by dancing on his heads. Hmm? So he made a mark. Hmm? And this is, he told her that, that, that the Guru will see this and others will see this and they will not bother. So it serves as something like a tea lock. Hmm? In parting, and we'll end with this, Kaliya submitted a petition further that should in the future Garuda not be available to carry him for some reason, that he would 
like to volunteer his services to be a carrier of Krishna. And uh, uh, therefore we find hmm, that in some uh, kalpas, Krishna appears once in, the, once in the day of Brahma, so in some of his appearances, the Leela is not bound by history. It doesn't have to play out exactly the same way. Hmm. So the substance will be there, but the details may be different at different times. Hmm. So in some Leelas, when Krishna goes in, in, in the Bhagavatam uh, narrative hmm, of the Prakat Leela, Krishna goes to Mathura via the chariot of Akrura, who was sent by Kamsa to bring him for the wrestling match. But in some appearances, some manifestations of the Prakat Leela, Krishna chastises Kaliya, then his wives give him some silk cloth, and he ties a harness on Kaliya and rides him to Mathura. <laughs> To chastise. Now imagine how Kamsa must have thought then. Oh my God, they're riding on a serpent into Mathura. <laughs> so he got his 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 his, his wish uh, fulfilled, and we go back all the way to the to the beginning of so 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 so, so speak with with thoughts of uh, of uh, of Garuda, Kali Krishna Kijai, Garuda Kijai. So there's a, there's some afterthoughts. We still have to hear how how Krishna now dealt with the inhabitants of Braj who were coming to and coming back to consciousness and so on and so forth and some other events. But that's enough for tonight. Any question? Yes. Which is haiku spelled backwards. The Buddhist nuns offer rice to Garuda each day so that he doesn't eat the nonsense. That's good to know. I mean, what is Buddhism but Hinduism on tilt, right? That's all. Shishidaji Gopal ki jai. Gaur Bhakti Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Prem. Shri Kuru Maharaj ki jai.